Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Thursday morning MV Pro Call, the very professional Thursday morning MV Pro Call. <laughs> Today is October 12th, and I'd like to welcome those of you that are here live as well as those of you listening to this via recording, which of course you can do by subscribing to Motor Vitality on whatever podcast application you happen to use or by visiting motorvitality.com where you can listen to years and years and years worth of archives. Um, definitely love having everybody on live, though. I hear you guys coming in here, and, and I, I really appreciate that because I like it to be a discussion. It's, uh, it's, always, it's always better when we have more people on. So I am going to start the call off the way I do pretty much every week. Um, actually, I have a couple announcements first. Um, we, do, we just introduced a new – so we just finished a, a standard three-day course um, this last week, which was awesome. We had so much fun and, and had a couple other people that weren't able to get into this one. So we start, we, we actually created another one. So we have another three day installer course, um, that starts next week. Uh, that was not on the schedule until yesterday. So that's going to start on the 18th for virtual that's Wednesday. And then we'll do, uh, two weeks after that, we'll have three days, uh, on site. <laughs> at our installer training facility in Michigan. So if anybody is interested in that, please let us know. And we also have, for those of you that are out there that that either work for or know of vendors that might be interested in coming, we have in November uh, vendor days. It's a day and a half, and it's an, a great opportunity for um, for those people who work to support the dealerships uh, to get in there and see what it's like to do an installation and to put your hands on it's very hands-on to do um, to check the tools we'll do a sync demo for you so that's a day and a half uh, that's in November so if anybody's interested in that or thinks that anybody in their organization we have a couple seats left for that so please let us know on that one as well um, and uh, as always if anybody has any topic ideas uh, I know I mentioned this periodically please let us know that too. Uh, reach out to us let us know and we'd love to uh, um, love to be able to, to talk about what you guys want to talk about. Um, with that, I'm going to start the call off the way I do pretty much every week, which is by asking, is there anything anybody learned this last week that you wish you had known before? Anything that happened that's worthy of sharing with other professionals across the country? Or anything that we can help you with? Any questions or, or uh, anything we can help with? Hey, Kelly, it's Scott. Hey, Scott. Um, so we have a commercial division where um, we lease um, water coolers that have built-in reverse osmosis in them. And one of my service guys um, called me and said that the reverse osmosis is not testing soft. And that kind of took me aback. Um, but the more I thought about it, um, I said, well, you know, I don't have the answer, but I know where to get it. Um, is it because the reverse osmosis membrane reduces contaminants? So there will still be, you know, 0.10 or 0.5 hardness in the water, and that's the reason it's turning pink on his end? Well, I would say there's, there's, there's more information needed. So what is the hardness okay. level prior to the RO? Uh, 10 grains per gallon. Okay, that's 10. Okay. Um, how big is the membrane? How many gallons a day? Oh, that I don't know. How big is the storage tank? Do you know? Uh, that I don't know either. 
Okay. So there could be could be several things, and if anybody else wants to hop in on this, there there could be several things. Certainly, that could be it. It could be that you've got some TDS creep occurring. So if you've got a too large of a storage tank and not enough water being used, then you could have some TDS creep coming in. It could be that if you installed this system, uh, you know, it, it could be working fine, but uh, it's pooling hardness that's built up in the lines out. You know, and you're testing a little bit of hardness that's coming out of the lines. Um, it could be that, uh, um, you know, that, yeah, that the, I mean, that's where I would start. I would, I would look at how big the storage tank is. Um, I would look at uh, also the pressure, you know, how much do you have adequate pressure going up against the membrane um, to give you, because the better the pressure, the better rejection rate you have. Um, so, it, you know, I probably need some other information Hey, Kelly. Yeah. Kelly, it's Stacy here. Hey, Does Stacey. it have a calcite filter in it to balance the pH? Oh, right, because of its commercial RO. Good good question, Stacy. It's a very good very good question. Right. So mm -hmm. if it's a commercial RO, did they add a calcite filter to it um, in order to that's a great question. I don't know why I didn't think of that one. Thank you, Stacy. Um yeah, because sometimes in the commercial ROs they'll add calcite so that you don't you know, because RO water can be can tend to be pretty aggressive. So do you know that? Uh, yes, uh, I did ask that, and said, he said no. They had taken that out. Okay, it, they had taken it out. Do you know how long ago? Or because I mean, it, uh, so you know, there's could be that you have a little in the lines. Yeah, okay, yeah, so that it could be that you had a little in the lines. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Scott, I think I think um, I love the question. I if you you know. It, that's something that maybe we can talk about. Uh, you know, we gather, gather a little more more information, but it, I would get that. I would find out how big the storage tank is, um, you know, see how long it's run. Uh, check the pressure going in. I'm curious about that. Uh, how many gallons a day the membrane is would be a factor because that's surface space on the membrane. So, um, and then, of course, what Stacy said there, too. So, thanks, Stacey. You were, you were not on early today, Stacy. by the way. We were missing you in, in our in our early conversation. So, Sorry. Well. I was showering. <laughs> oh, oh, well, thanks for that. That's good to know, right? So, all right. Yeah. Um, Scott, so, so yeah, Scott, I'd, I'd love to follow up with you on that. I, I know that's not a lot, of, a lot of great answer, but probably could use a little more information on it. Does that make sense? Yes, thank you. Yep. Anybody else have any questions? Kelly, are you able um, to hear me? Yes, go ahead, Jen. Yep. Okay, sorry. I'm I'm rolling my luggage cart at the same time that I'm talking. So, okay, you might hear a lot of back noise. But anyways, I um, I wanted to say it was really cool today to see photos of the class that you just held. Um, the, mainly because um, Amy was in that class. And Amy was yeah. somebody that... Mono Vitality um, helped hire, I, I'm thinking like four or five years ago, might not have been that long. Yeah, about but three, I think about it was three around, years ago. Yeah. Okay, about three years ago, we brought her on board and um, we hired her for just for customer service, you know, and the fact that she was in on that course, I remember she was telling me when I was out visiting, we hired Kayla for the same company just recently. She's like, it would be so cool to like, learn how to do that stuff, not necessarily that I'm going to go out and do it, 
but more for the fact that when I'm answering the phone and I'm talking to people and, you know, if somebody needs me to help order that I have, I'm able to do all of those things and, and understand what I'm talking about. So it was super cool to see her doing that. Um, so, you know, I know most of us on this call are either sales or management. And um, management, I suggest that you challenge your office staff to learn those things. And as far as the sales teams, you know, invite them on a sales appointment if you can or talk to them about how to, how you do the water test. Just, again, not so that, not because they're necessarily going to go out and do it, but just so they have a better understanding when they are, they're answering the phones. Yeah, that's really true. So many companies have somebody, the first person a customer talks to is usually that office person. And yeah, they're in the office and they hear the lingo, you know, they hear the terms, they know the answers, they know what, how to answer, but they've never actually seen it done, you know, so they know the right answers, but they've never actually seen it done. So they're, they're just sort of repeating what, what they were taught to answer. And that's the first person many customers talk to. It's the first impression. And if, if they can really understand what they're talking about, it's going to, it's going to come out. The customer's going to hear that they're, And it's going to, it's just going to be a great representation of the company from, from the, from the very first conversation to the, hopefully the very end or the very, um, you know, after that, that sale is made and then long into the future as you continue to service that customer. So I, I agree, Jen. And I, I love that we have a place This sounds self-serving, but if somebody else could do it or do it better, I would love that too. But, but we do have a place where they can come learn that here. And I like your idea going out with the salespeople or even writing on an install, but sort of that, you know, come here and, to our training facility and, and get your hands on and actually do it where there's, there's no pressure of messing it up or, or um, you know, having a customer standing over you or that awkwardness of a couple different people walking into the house, you know, at, into a customer's house. So, um, so yeah, I, I'd absolutely encourage that all the way across the board. Definitely. Um, and Amy was amazing to have here. So she was, she was so much fun, you know, open eyes, right. You know, just, just hungry for knowledge and, and excited to learn something that you hear about all the time, but you don't actually get to, to touch and feel. So it's pretty nice, pretty fun. Anybody else before we jump into our topic here? So we've talked about this before, but uh, it's been a couple of years since we went back and, and made sure that it, this wasn't one that was super recent. Um, but uh I wanted to talk about online sales because this came up this last week and, and actually the last two days were prime day. And I, and as I was scrolling through Amazon looking for things that I didn't know I needed until I saw it and thought, Oh my God, I need that right now. So prime day is sort of like walking into Harbor freight <laughs> all the time. It's like, I didn't know I needed that until I walked in here and now I definitely need it right now. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm strolling through Prime Day, and there's there's a ton of – I saw a ton of reverse osmosis systems and water filters and, and tons of stuff like that on there. Um, I was talking to uh, Tony Marino, who's sometimes on this call, uh, and a good friend of mine as well. And, and you know, he, he and I were discussing all the ads that seem to pop up on my Facebook page, you know, for, for different um, different companies that are selling water treatment. And, and uh, you know, and, I mean, it, it, 
I don't know why somebody thinks that, uh, you know, I have something to do with, with water treatment, but I seem to get all the water treatment ads. And some of them, some of them are, they really bother me when they come up. You know, some of the claims are just blatant, just completely, you know, we know that, that they're blatant. We've talked about that before, you know, the, the misleading, the misinformation, the misleading sales tactics, the ads that some of these companies put up there. But I wanted to talk about online sales in general. Is it a good thing? Um, how do we sell against it? Uh, how often do you guys run into it? What do you talk about when, um, when somebody brings it up? I mean, most of us on this call sell a premium product, probably at higher, higher prices than what you can find it online off Amazon or, or off one of these, these companies that, you know, are putting these, these ads out. Um, probably we are, I hope, following the WQA code of ethics. Um, and bringing our products and services to market with a with a moral compass, um, whereas I think some of these other companies, and sometimes not always maliciously, sometimes they're, it's unintentional. But you know, a lot of times these these other companies they they hire the you know the college kids to go out and door knock and and they teach them the two and a half hour three hour script to go in there and do the magic scare show and. And, you know, so I, I don't know that that's, it's always malicious on the part of these salespeople that are going out. I just think that they don't have the, the expertise. And, but it starts sometimes with the online ads, you know. So, so how often are you guys running into the online sales? How do you address it when a customer talks about how much lower the price can be? Uh, how, how do you address it when, um, when they've seen an ad that promises, um, you know, things that we know are not likely or, or that are simply inaccurate. Um, I just I wanted to have a conversation about that and, and a discussion and, and see what you guys thought. And, and again, as with a lot of the topics that we have, we'll let it take us the direction it goes. Hi, Kelly. This is Elaine. Hi, Good morning. Hi. Um, what we focus on is service, and you can get service online. So whether that's answering somebody's call timely, going out to their house and performing service, doing retests, you can't buy that online. And that is our main, um, you know, that, that's how we win online is that we offer service, real people, real time in your home. So, Elaine, if somebody, um, you know, if your focus is, is on service, and I agree with you 100%, absolutely, we'll, we'll expand on that in a second. But I'm curious, if somebody calls you up and says that they bought a system online, but they want your service. You know, they, they know that the product they bought online is not as good as yours, but they, but they, and they know they don't get the service from it, but we'd like to have your service. Will you come install this or service this? What do you do? It depends. I mean, we, we have done that. Um, you know, we partner with Home Depot, so sometimes if they do buy it through Home Depot and we're a referral, we will. Um, we can put a manifold on anybody's RO and convert it. So that um, you know, we are we are able to service it. So we we it's not a regular part of our business, but we're not necessarily opposed to it. How about anybody else? Do you guys have a policy that if somebody else calls, let's say they buy an RO online or a softener online somewhere, will you install it? Will you service it? Stacy here. Typically not because we can't get any parts. And if something 
breaks in the process. We can't get any parts to fix it. We can't get warranty coverage typically for something that's been bought online. Um, And besides, we've been here since 1946. we got enough of our own stuff to serve us. (laughs) <laughs> right. Over the years. Right. Mm-hmm. How about anybody else? Anybody else have a different thought on that? What do you, what do you, um, do you guys service stuff if somebody buys or will you install, will you install it? If somebody calls you up and says, I bought this off Amazon, will you, will you put it in? What was that? Uh, that is, uh, no. Yeah. So I I usually discourage that when we have clients. Um, I get it. I understand. But I sort of – I think it sort of adds – I mean, there's two schools of thought with it. I, I could I could listen to the argument and I could say, you know, I would rather them have something than nothing. So even if they're going to get it from somebody else, I'd rather them have a reverse osmosis that they got off Amazon than to not have anything at all. Of course, I'd rather them get it from from me. You know, if I'm if I'm carrying a premium product because I know the product, I know the service, I know the history, I know the certifications. I can, you know, a lot of times the stuff on Amazon you get it it's come, coming from a company you've never heard of. I mean, it was a couple of years ago. I remember at WQA when they were talking about the refrigerator filters that came. They cut them open and saw newspaper shavings in them. You know, so there's a lot of counterfeit products out there. A lot of products that that look good on the outside and, and make all kinds of promises that are not certified, that are not validated and and if and I don't if I've never heard of the product or I've never seen it or or don't know its certifications or don't have a history with it at all especially I don't know that I want my name or my company name associated with it because as you said Stacy you touch it you own it now you know somebody they bought it off Amazon and then you put it in now you are associated with that product regardless of the quality and that's that's of concern so you know my recommendation is i mean consider that you know are, are you a handyman service installing that stuff or, or are you professional water treatment dealership you know now elaine i think your situation is a little different because you are you know people are coming to you and you're they're buying things from from a reputable store right so they're buying it from a home depot or a you know or or, or you know a, one of the other stores and coming yeah, in and so that's online that's, it's from one of our vendors yeah yeah exactly so i think that's a you know that's a little different scenario that requires a little different consideration on it but but in general you know there's i was looking at that i mean there were hundreds of pages on the prime and i there were probably a dozen different reverse osmosis systems and water filters on there yesterday as i was kind of cycling through them and and you know they're enticing you look at the price and you look at the, um, you know, the the descriptions. I could certainly understand why a company, you know, why why a customer rather would would jump on that, you know, and and want to do it. Um, so, um, how do you guys address the question? You know, well, why is yours so expensive? I saw that online. I why why do I want to spend a thousand dollars on your reverse osmosis system? I saw it online on Prime Day for two hundred dollars. How do you how do you address that? I mean, I kind of answered well, my own question right before that, but, but go ahead. Well, price doesn't dictate water quality, as long as you're comparing apples to apples. So if it's reverse osmosis, it's either purified or it's not. Um, if it's a water softener, it's either softener or it's not. 
And if it's a carbon filter, it's either filtered or it's not. Um, typically, price is build quality, warranty, um, how much you got to mess with it. Um, and yeah. so just like any salespeople, you've got to ask your questions. Um, so, okay, are you going to install it um, or are you going to have somebody else do it? Okay, yeah. so if you have a plumber, um, how much are they going to charge you to install that? Okay. Yeah. Then if something goes wrong, well, well who do you call? Um, do you yeah. call the plumber? Well, the plumber is going to point their fingers at the manufacturer. Uh, the manufacturer is going to point their fingers back at the plumber, and you're going to be sit there um, with something that's not working. Um, and then um, that, that's usually how that conversation goes because, you know, usually the, the DIY person is is not going to be our initial customer um, because they might get it. They might put it in themselves. Um, but with combating the, the $200 ROs, um, you know, typically the build quality is not as good. It's not going to last as long. Um, and you have to change the filters out uh, a lot more often. And the greatest analogy I ever heard was, um, have you ever bought a printer? Okay. Printer's not that expensive. What yeah. is expensive? Oh, that's a great one, yeah. The ink. Um, so they're not trying to sell you a filtration system. They're trying to sell you the filters after the fact. Right. Right. So it might be cheaper up front, um, but if it's not going to last as long and you have to change the filters out, um, you will probably spend twice as much on cheaper units over a long period of time than making a quality purchase with something that's going to last a long period of time that requires less maintenance um, up front. That's a great, a great analogy in, in many cases. This is something, you know, when it gets down to, again, you're never, if you're a dealership and you carry a reputable, solid NSF approved or, or you know, IATMO approved or WQA certified or approved, you know, um, product, you're not, you're not selling a system for 150, 200 bucks. Not, not typically. And that comes down to, the question of do we want to sell on price? Do we want to be known for for being able to be the lowest price? Or do we want to know, be known for being the best quality and the best service? And it's kind of difficult to, you know, I, I've said this before, and I've had people actually disagree with me on this, but I, I think if you really think about it, it's it's the case. It's really impossible to be the the lowest price, have the best service, and the best quality all at the same time. I don't think you can do all three at the same time. One of them, and, and by the way, that's a Tom Hopkins. I uh, learned that from Tom Hopkins. I didn't make that up. That's something that, that he said in um, How to Master the Art of Selling Anything. Um, and I, I really, I agree with it, that one of those things has to be sacrificed. You know, you, you're not going to have the best price and the best quality and the best service. And I think that if people understand that, that something's got to be sacrificed. If you are paying $200 for a reverse osmosis, what are you giving up? Clearly the service, right? To your point, Scott, you're, you know, they're not paying a professional to put it in, right? That's not included in that price. Um, the, but also, you know, is, is it the quality? I mean, you know, are you, I mean, we, we know, you know, I, I know the cost of some, you know, the actual to get it there, the cost of some reverse osmosis systems, and I know the actual 
cost, you know, you can get a pretty decent, high-quality reverse osmosis system for, you know, 250 300 bucks to get it in your shop, right? As a dealer that's buying in quantity, you know, you can get a pretty decent one there. But then when you start looking at the service and the quality and the, the certifications and, the, you know, that's your cost as a dealer. And so I, I do think that some of these companies that are selling online, selling these things online, you know, somewhere along the line, they're, they're selling a Me Too product that's probably a decent quality, you know, somewhere close to cost in the hopes that, that they'll get that filter business in the future. I mean, shoot, Motor Vitality, MV Marketplace, we have an online, you know, we sell to dealers, but that's, that's what we hope. You know, I, I, when we sell a, uh, a product, you know, test kits and, and things like that, Ours are priced really low, but we hope that people come back to us and buy the chemicals and the, you know, the, to refill it and, and stuff like that. I mean, that's that's a good strategy. It's a good marketing strategy. But there's Kelly? definitely yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry, I forgot. I nope. just had this conversation with my script. What we sell to is responsibility. Because there's yeah. nothing worse than having your neighbor put in your RO and then it leaks and you've got an insurance yep. claim and those are one of the most expensive claims. Oh, we guarantee our plumbers are certified. We pull permits. If there's a problem, we own it. It's ours. And so, um, you know, that, that seems to help people when they think, oh, gosh, if I get a leak and my plumber friend did it, then I'm going to be responsible for my wood floors or whatever the case may be. So we, we yeah, you know, write responsibility. And, yep. That's a good Life one. And that's huge. That's huge. You are dealing with water, right? You're dealing in, and I don't care how good you are as a dealership or a plumber or anybody that works with water at some point, something's going to leak. I mean, and if you say, if you tell your customers that you have never had a leak before or that you will never have a leak and you promise them it will never leak, you're being disingenuous. <laughs> it's it's, it's going to leak. We're, we work with, with water. Water, you know, we're running it through tubings that, that are not connected before we get there and we connect them and things are going to happen. There are too many variables. The fittings are made by people. The tubing is made by people. They're installed by people. Too many variables. And I love what you're saying there, Lane, because that, that's a huge factor, right? Insurance cost. So local handyman who you got his ad off of, you know, Craigslist, um, is he insured? Is he going to cover that, that damaged sink? You know, are you ever going to be able to get in touch with him again? If he, once he comes out, are you, is he going to answer his phone? You know, does he have a brick-and-mortar store that you can walk into and talk to somebody? So, yeah, good good point. Anybody else? What are, what other thoughts do we have on this? We've got about three minutes left here. So here's my final thought on this. I think that I don't I – don't, the online stuff, it annoys me sometimes when I see the ads, when I see it down there, because I know that it's not – when somebody buys that, they're not getting the service and the quality. But, Scott, to your point, those people are, are our future customers because those things, in many cases, are going to break. You know, they're not going to last. And it's going to make them, once they have done that, they've made those inexpensive purchases, a lot of times those are the customers that are coming back to us, and they become the easiest sales and the, the, the most reliable customers that we have right, the ones that have already tried that less expensive option. Besides that, though, you know, if somebody's putting in a reverse osmosis system, it means that they are concerned about their drinking water. 
and it means that they're trying to reduce the amount of bottled water that they're buying. You know, it means that they are concerned about the the um, the you know the quality of the water that they're they're bringing into their home for their family and and for the the aesthetic uses. We should encourage that. That's a message that helps us all, regardless of what products or services we offer. I think that I think that um, again, I would rather them have something than nothing. I, shoot, I'd rather them have have a one of those little pure faucet mounts or a Brita pitcher than to not have anything because it builds that awareness and that awareness helps everybody in this industry. You know, um, it, it allows us, it opens up that conversation and allows us to talk about what the differences are. And it, and shoot, it gives us a chance when somebody calls in and says, well, I bought this thing off Amazon, will you install it for me? It gives us the opportunity to give them a good impression about about our industry. You know, it could be that the reason they bought that thing is because they didn't want that pushy, pushy magic show sales pitch out there, you know, from that person that, that was going to, maybe they did that once before and they wanted the, wanted the system, but they didn't, they didn't want to have to go through three hours of, of high pressure sales again, you know? So, so maybe that's an opportunity for you to say, Hey, that's not what we do. You know, that's, we're, we're here to, to educate. And so, you know, if that's what's kept, what kept them from getting the premium product, and they call you and ask you to install something they got on Amazon, Amazon has a 30-day return on most of their stuff. You know, use that as an opportunity to, to make a good impression about your company and, and give them something that does encompass the quality and the service and the responsibility um, that, that your company offers. Final thoughts? Okay, then that we'll call that a day. Thanks, everybody, very much. I appreciate everybody hopping on. We will talk to you next week, if not before. Be safe, everybody. Thanks so much.